All right. Hello, everyone. Today is, is going to be me as the solo voice. Catherine and I have been trying to get her microphone to work and have not been able to. And so she put in the Zoom chat, I am getting the message that you are supposed to record your experience, strength, and hope on step one as a standalone podcast. And I accept, <laughs> but want to begin as always um, in prayer. And I ask the divine great reality, mystery maker, mischievous mystery maker to say through me what will be most helpful to whoever you are listening. God, grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, the courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. May your will be fun on earth as it is in heaven. And I'm going to turn my camera off. Well, hello. Um, this is kind of fun. So we were planning this episode to be on step two. And um, Catherine and I spoke this morning and thought also it might be good for me to read my step one journaling. Because if this episode is about my experience, strength, and hope with step one, my experience was being given the assignment to journal on, quote unquote, I am powerless over fear and shame. And so I'm just going to simply read what I wrote, which will be an experience for me because this was May 17th, 2022. Today is July 2nd, 2023, and I will be curious to, to hear what I sound like just that short ago because it seems like another time. I wrote, I am powerless over fear. I am powerless over shame. I almost just want to use the 13 minutes I've via AMA which editor's note is my name for my higher power sometimes. I via AMA allotted for this journaling time to write that 100 times, if I could. Thank you, God, for leading me to 2 Corinthians verses 7 through 10. Paul's given the thorn in the flesh to check his spiritual pride when he speaks, and so will boast of his weaknesses. And I'll also add another editor's note that I am not bound to the Bible as any sort of authority over other scriptures, which I think can take the form of even pop songs. But this day, apparently, I went to the Bible, which tickles me. I want to write from this place, and I need your power, and I need to believe it is enough and I need to believe my power is nothing, or at least definitely not enough. But I also need to believe that I deserve to receive enough and to receive more 
and to be recognized, and that when something good happens, to take it in as consolation and name it, because I tell myself I only deserve the bad things. Or lately, I haven't been doing that, but I haven't been positively affirming that I deserve the good things. But I fear something through this because it lends to the lie that I deserve because of what I do, that it was my will that one and I am being rewarded for a job well done. What do you think of this? Are you rewarding me with blessings because of how well I've managed my recovery? Do you punish me with fear and shame when I get too big for my britches, quote unquote? What even are britches? <laughs> and do they have something to do with witches? I told Tarek, a friend, about my book idea in a very natural way yesterday and found it helpful to name. I didn't feel a lot of shame, just a little. I didn't feel a lot of fear being with him, just a little. Fear he was noticing my lazy eye, my bad teeth, my bloated stomach, my darkened roots, and not fully dyed blonde like the rest of my hair. But I feel very seen by him and not scrutinized. And I was comfortable and restful. Help me let this be enough and slow. I've diverged from the topic, my powerlessness over fear and shame. Why? Why have you given this to me? Is it like you? Is it like you gave it to Paul and told him it is because your power has to be enough? I read an explanation for something, a way you've given me, for why you've given me fear and shame. Please help me listen for your answer and set aside all I think I know. I can't even listen to you properly without your help. And I am weary even of my two-way prayers. And I want to talk to Mark and bookend things. Yes, I will call. Okay, so thank you, Amma. Thy will be done. Please remove my fear and shame and help me get out of the way. It's a program call. It's a program call. How can I even summarize this to Catherine? Please help me with that too and help me fully rely on you and help me to pray. And thank you, thank you, thank you for this desire for your closeness and how it is being fostered and cared for by Catherine and professor and a friend and a friend and a friend and a fellow. And okay, I will rest. I'll say their names though, in case they're listening. And Beth and Joe and Sonia and Marissa. So that was one, one entry. Um, and I feel pretty much the same today, I guess. So that's interesting. I kept going, um, writing like this for a week and would check in with Catherine and, and read it out loud. And I do believe in the power of writing and then reading it out loud. There's something that happens in the way that I listen that helps me to understand in a different way what it was that I wrote. And I still really rely on that tool. And I'm feeling fear right now and shame a little bit that me reading this is boring. 
and that I've already lost you, whoever you are. <laughs> so I'll name that and um, keep reading. Because that's not the voice to listen to. The voice that says, nobody cares about this, Caitlin. This is boring. This is silly. That's not the voice to listen to. So on May 18th, 2022, I wrote, I am powerless. I'm a god over fear and shame. I fear the god I call Amma is not the official god. I feel fear the official god is ashamed of me. And I feel ashamed I believe this. Especially because the deepest part of me knows you, the source of all love and being, life as love, is not ashamed of me. But I do not know how to accept your love. It feels too incomprehensible, uncontainable, too large for my clay vessel, that it will shatter it. And I hear you tell me now, though, through someone's words, perhaps Catherine's words, that even if it shatters, it will be replenished with gold. Yeah, that was Catherine's words. I feel my chest percolating and my stomach turn. And I fear this intensity. I don't want to be high, but I don't even know what I'm saying. So it feels like being high. I don't like the feeling of not being in control. It feels like being high, which is also a feeling I love. This is confusing. Please give me new thoughts to understand this. Please help me take risks with these new thoughts. Do I rein in or let loose my desires? Is there another way? Ride them like a horse. That's why. That's very tame. I don't want to break the horse. I want it to trust me. Do you want me to get another bird? I had a pet bird. Editor's note. I'm distracted. I feel ashamed when I'm distracted. I am powerless over that. Please give me the power to not feel shame or to release it when it happens, to be aware and detached and loving toward myself. Please give me the power to be free and something and detached from my fear. Help me take actions in spite, to spite these blocks of fear and shame. I don't know how, show me how. I hear you say, keep working the steps and follow through with my commitments. Should I invite Jane over for dinner? When? Help me to deliver the dishes to Helen and to wash them first. That happened. Evidence noted. I delivered the dishes to Helen. Clean. What kind of commitment do I want for fiction? Help me to ask for what I want. Help me to accept your responses. Help me to follow through with action. And help me make the calls you want me to make. I am scared of facing the shame in my story today. I do not know how to edit it. Please, please, please guide me. I cannot do it without you. Help me fully rely on you. Though I honestly don't know what that means. In the pause, I can't imagine or envision what it looks like. Help me trust my gut and not listen to others without you as intermediary. Thank you for Diva's words of balance. 
the reminder I have choices about what words I share, but I don't have the ability to choose. I fear the responsibility that comes with the ability to choose what words, because I fear making the wrong choice and having to live with the shame of having confirmed the belief I have about myself that I am defective. I know this must offend you, my creator, and I feel ashamed and weak for offending you, though I am making a large assumption. Is this the lesson with Mark? What, sh what should I, when should I call him? And Katie, help me let go of the pressure. And I keep asking questions. Um, And then the next day, I just began another journal entry. I am powerless over fear and shame. And I'll pause from the reading to say that because of, as you can probably tell, the amount of words that can come out of me once I pick up a pen and start moving it, which which is a gift and a curse sometimes. If that's your way, what helped me with this was a simple timer and to do, I believe, I think I gave myself 13 minutes a day for this and that's it. And this was to kind of temper any sort of trying to do too much, you know, to deserve a response. But I'm now reminded as I'm reading this of a story that illustrates how higher power worked through this step process and how it is actually connected to step two <laughs> because, and I think I said it in the last time we recorded that the more I, I really admitted powerlessness over particularly fear and shame in this case, but since Catherine and I have been talking about this, we've also added to it rage and frustration, which she's called the four horsemen, the apocalypse, rage, frustration, fear, and shame. And that they, and that to admit powerlessness over, over that lends me a new freedom from spiritual perfectionism I guess you know of the expectation that I have any way to stop myself from feeling fear shame rage or frustration so the more I journaled about how powerless I was over these things when they came up the they they lessened <laughs> so because there wasn't a response of fear and shame to the fear and the shame and then in that space that was created was an automatic association I made with divine intervention of it. So it was already coming to believe that a power greater than myself could restore me to sanity just by continuously noticing how powerless I was over it. When it would happen, it was this conversation I was having with my higher power about it that that was continued so instead of experiencing the fear and the shame alone and isolation and Catherine called trauma or quoted it to me as pathological aloneness 
So instead of experiencing those four horsemen, and it's funny, I had a horse in there, but um, instead of experiencing those four horsemen as, as alone, I was at least being increasingly accompanied by the divine, the great reality, uh, higher power as I understand higher power who I was choosing then to call Ama. And that's its own long story from my Al-Anon step work, but it um, I started to, to get more conscious contact in a little bit more of a desperate way, which was good because I heard the other day I've heard this before that it's a spiritual red flag when you say I've got this when I was doing this step work assignment I wasn't able to say that as often because of how frequently fear and shame come up in my daily life so that's all just a preface to tell this story about while I was doing this I had an assignment due for a creative writing class and as someone with a long history of procrastination and abandoning great ideas when the follow-through is you know right right at the stage of completion and um it terrifies me to have an assignment that I really care about and have a great vision for do because in my gut I know I will fail to make it what I want it to be and now, as I'm saying this out loud, I'm like, well, yes, of course, because you can't. And that's actually what Catherine told me. I was like, I, can't, I just can't do it. And she was like, precisely. <laughs> you can't. So don't even just don't even try. And that seemed absurd to me. I was like, what do you mean? It's due in two days. I've already put all this much work into it. I can't give up now. This is when you're supposed to ramp up, you know? gas it and because at at that point I was kind of being rendered helpless I I kind of had no other choice but but to give up I was I was incapable I would sit down and I could not sit still I would open up the document my mind would go blank and and I would agonize and panic and um and since I'm sober from substances when this used to happen to me in college I would literally smoke weed, literally get drunk, (laughs) literally take more Adderall, whatever I had at hand. And so now I was just eating a lot of almonds and fantasizing about texting a person I shouldn't text, but it was a similar thing. And then feeling bad about that and I'll go for a walk and I'll pray. So I was in that cycle of trying to force um, myself to finish this assignment and I decided to try to to kind of pray in the way that Catherine modeled, which was, she said, when I have a big deadline coming up, I just like say, like, I cannot do this. If you want me to do this, you have got to give me the willingness and the power and the, you know, and then the reminder that, that I need to hear all the time from Catherine again was that the 12 steps were not doing this to gain the ability to solve our problems but to align with the power that can solve our problems 
So these words were intercepting all the other stuff. And I was out for a walk in a park in Manhattan that has large stone steps. And people write graffiti on, on these steps that you can't really see until you've already stepped onto it and and kept walking. And I was on the walk and I was trying to meditate and I was trying to pray, but the anxiety and little fragments of sentences about this story I was supposed to finish were popping into my head. And I was just like almost at the point of tears with frustration at this. And then I really just stopped walking. And I said out loud to the sky in the presence of New Yorkers don't care about this. So in the presence of New Yorkers who didn't care about this, I said, okay, I can't do it. I give up completely. If you want me to write this freaking story, like make it happen, but I am, I'm not going to write it. I'm not turning it in. I don't care if I fail the class. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm done. And I kind of exhaled and I took three steps up the steps and written in hot pink graffiti under my feet was the sentence, you can do it, exclamation point. And I was like, are you kidding me? But the, but I laughed and, and was just delivered from the heaviness of it and and the dauntingness of the task and i felt what has been described as new power flowing through and i i finished the walk and then and as that new power flowed through it was a similar to the step work assignment thing it was like this loving gentle voice just said sit down have a glass of water set a timer for 25 minutes keep your fingers moving take a break for five minutes, have another glass of water, check in with me, set the timer for 25 minutes, read over what you've written, edit whatever you can in that 25 minutes. And after that, send it. That's it. (laughs) And I went home and I did that. And I got an A in the class and the professor loved it. And the story helped me to continue on it wasn't the end all be all of everything you know it wasn't like oh and then the story was the solution to the rest of my life but it um but it's the story I'm telling you now I think is more important and I think the main character of that story is pretty clear Lee the divine so that was something that came from just starting to journal on this and uh and man, I really wish Catherine could talk. She's just sitting there meditating. Um, what a pointless activity that is. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, and, and the, so these journal entries continued from um, one that I last read you was May 18th, May 19th. Um, And I just see now at the end of that, it says, okay, I give up. I am just going to accept that I'm afraid and I'm ashamed. And um, and so 
so yeah, I guess I'll just close with those last two entries because then on the 21st, it was um, my notes from my phone call with Catherine. So I'll finish reading these two and then um, close out the episode. So May 19th, I am powerless over fear and shame and procrastination. I haven't begun to review my cases because I'm not ready yet and I feel guilty because I haven't given myself enough time to do it. And I might have to move back my walk with Tarek. Help me. I don't know how to feel better taking care of myself. But I am anyway. I am doing this before I dive into my work. I did five minutes of foam rolling and putting my clothes away. I don't know how I'm putting my clothes away and moving a pen across the page at the same time, but apparently I am. I could just take the day to decompress and dare my boss to say something. I do have to watch that training. I haven't done recovery enough. What do you want me to do? As I write this, I feel fear in my body because I am not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And yet I really felt like I needed to touch base with you because I was trying to be self-reliant. I need your power. I can't focus. I can't prioritize. I don't know what needs to be done next. I am in a total fog. Help me. I feel ashamed that I want from you signs and wonders to convince me you're here. I want you to be here and I want to feel it. I wish I could trust you without this. I'll need your help with that. Help me trust you're there, that you are loving and leading and supporting me. Help me trust this even without signs and wonders. Give me new thoughts. Help me count them as miracles. Send me relief from this anxious prison. Help Casey. Help her give up. Help me give up. I am willing to give up, but I don't know how. And I don't know how to let go of the idea that I should know how, that it's something I'm doing wrong, that I'm wrong doing anything, that I'm wrong just being. This is the shame I'm powerless over. Why is it still here? I have told people, not myself, it's a strength, but I don't believe it now. I have not counted my story as work, but it is. I don't know if it's as work. Help me be better at being quote-unquote bad. I've since made a playlist on Spotify called Bad. It's helped me a lot with being bad. Half measures. Half measures. I don't know what to do. You really have to lead me by the hand like a child. Has it been 13 minutes yet? How do I have three left? I'm going to try and listen for you now. Okay, I give up. I'm just going to accept that I'm afraid. I'm ashamed. May 20th, 2022. I am powerless over fear and shame. I want to eat at Pastici as I planned to with Wendy, though did not look at the numbers, but she's canceled and I don't want to. Then I need to rest. I will take my shame and fear to Pastici. Come with me. And that was it. And then I went out to eat at my favorite restaurant, Pastici. <laughs> And I have really no memory except that I think it was a nice time and treated myself to some food. So that's the underwhelming, uh, but perhaps peaceful sort of place I'll land. Um, and it feels good to be able to share this with you. 
I notice now that I don't feel fear or shame having just read all of those journal entries to a anonymous future multitude of strangers. But I'm kind of delighted by the connection that I feel. And I guess that's a good segue to our next episode, step two, because I'll let Catherine share her thoughts on it when we talk next and her microphone is ready to go. But in preparation for that, step two assignment was to identify the opposites of fear and shame, which, um, you know, I was thoroughly convinced I was powerless over them by the time we were talking about this. And so to imagine a life without them didn't make any sense. To imagine a life with their opposite gave me something to hope for. And the words we ended up choosing for those opposites were connection and delight. So I began to look forward to coming to believe that this power greater than my cells, the cells in my body that only knew fear and shame and rage and frustration as four horsemen who actually kind of like led the chariot through um, the war or take that metaphor all the way that my body knew those ways of surviving and to come to believe that there is something greater than than all of those patterns and all of those feelings and physiological experiences could restore me to a sense of wholeness and the ability to connect freely with others and delight in those connections without shame was um was mystifying completely and continues to be because I kind of think step two is another daily step that I need to take not need but get to I get to thankfully so thank you for listening and I hope that anything that I've said was helpful and that you can take what you'd like and leave the rest and we'll see you next time when we talk about Catherine's experience, strength, and hope with step two. So blessings. And let's end with the serenity prayer. You can join me if you wish. God, grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. May your will be my heart's desire. Stop the recording.